Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, hello. Welcome to Bachelor Blab. We are back. It is a new season of The Bachelor. We're back and better than ever before because I, Jackie Maroney, now have a co-host, Erin McNaught. That's me! <laughs> That's Erin. That was her speaking. She's a little nervous because it's her first... My first real, real podcast. <laughs> the first time we had her on, it was she was more so like a guest, but now you're a real co-host. You're here. She took handwritten notes on the episode, which I think is very interesting do you have anything that you want to say about your handwritten notes and do you want to defend yourself in any way shape or form well I really guess I have no excuse for myself except for this is this is how I always took notes my whole life I'm not a note taker on the computer I'm a handwritten and then retype them after class on the computer so that really gives a lot away <laughs> about how cool I am they're so cool you're so cool um all right so I guess we should just get right into recapping the episode this was pilot Pete's first episode which I don't know were we excited about that I don't I actually really wasn't I was like oh here we go again I actually want to hear a fun fact about what happened to me on Monday night so always first I found out that this episode was three fucking hours long so like that's longer than most movies I just I don't know I just I needed to be drinking during it obviously so I got a bottle got my bottle of wine like was making some dinner and then realized I just moved into a new apartment and I don't have a wine opener yet but I had this bottle of wine that I that needed to be drunk for three fucking hours of Pilot Pete's nonsense. So I stabbed the cork. I was like, I need to get this bottle of wine open regardless. I didn't care that I, if I hurt myself or if I injured, cut off my finger while trying to open this bottle of wine, it needed to be opened. So I stabbed the cork with a knife and then pushed it into the bottle of wine because at first I tried to pull it out, but that just seemed a little too dangerous. Um, so I pushed it into the bottle of wine, which worked. I was able to drink the wine, but it splattered everywhere and got on the ceiling of my brand new apartment. And then it took me multiple days to figure out how to clean red wine off of a ceiling, which is more or less a wall. And walls, fun fact that I learned about cleaning walls, the wall absorbs the color of the wine so you can't just like wipe it with a rag like a, a normal surface you I had to get bleach it was like a whole activity so yeah that's my story about how miserable three hours of a bachelor premiere I don't know the premieres are the worst episodes in my opinion well okay so first of all ABC should be thanking you for your commitment to um really enjoying the episode with all of that wine. How about that happened to me in an Airbnb once and it was red wine all over their kitchen cabinets. So sorry to that Airbnb. Um, Were you able to clean it though? Yes, I think we wiped it down and just, you know, fled the country. So it was right. fine. So it was totally fine. It was fine. I often have a hard time falling asleep at night or staying asleep. I frequently wake up feeling stiff in the morning or I'm always waking up hot and sweaty at night but I just got a purple mattress and this thing is incredible. It's so comfortable. It stays nice and cool at night. It is different than anything I felt before. And I always wake up feeling fresh and recharged. I've been getting the best sleep I've ever had. If you're struggling to get a good night's sleep, you've got to try a purple mattress. 
The founders of Purple are two brothers who have been developing cushioning technology for 30 years on things like medical beds and wheelchairs. And in 2016, they finally decided to use their patented comfort technology to create Purple, the world's most innovative mattress and the only mattress with the Purple Grid. The Purple mattress will probably feel different than anything you've ever experienced because it uses the one-of-a-kind Purple Grid. It was nothing like the memory foam I'm used to. The Purple Grid feels very unique because it's both firm and soft at the same time. So it keeps everything supported while still feeling really comfortable. Plus, it's breathable, so it sleeps cool. 100 night risk-free trial. If you're not fully satisfied, you can return your mattress for a full refund. It's backed by a 10-year warranty, and there is free shipping and returns when ordered from purple.com. You're going to love Purple, and right now our listeners will get a free Purple pillow with the purchase of a mattress. That's in addition to the great deals they're offering site-wide. Just text BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to 84888. The only way to get the free pillow is to text BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to 84888. That's BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. Um, the one, three hours was too long. Now, I watched on Tuesday, so okay. I got the Hulu version, which had no commercials, and was, how long do you think? How long would you guess? Two hours? Two hours. So, it was an <laughs> hour of commercials, yeah. which to me is what is ridiculous. I mean, an hour of commercials is no. too long. It's too long. I mean, it's clearly what they, I mean, they're clearly, they're monetizing it for every single, like, when you extend a show from two hours to three hours, I feel like all the ABC execs are like, oh, that's more commercials we can put in this fucking thing. Yes. And you know people are going to sit there and watch it, especially if you put Hannah B at the very, very end of the episode, which we will obviously get into to talk about. But overall, I just want to say that the first episode of any season is always really hard for me to discuss because we don't know the characters yet. I say characters, they're people, but... They're characters to us. <laughs> They're really characters. We don't know them yet. I don't, so I don't even, I don't know. Like, I don't the have one... favorites yet or anything like that. I always find it a really awkward episode to recap, but we're going to try our best and talk about some moments and some girls that stood out. The one thing that I liked about it, though, was that they dialed back on the hubbub of Colton's hot tub premiere party <laughs> season nonsense yeah. because that was insane. I did not need 30 minutes of my viewing time spent watching other people watch the premiere. So I was glad that right. wasn't part of I it. I think they they listened to yes. the public in that sense. I don't think there was one person who was like, yeah, you know what? I really I really liked when they cut to that part of the viewing parties around the country. That really enhanced my experience. So doesn't. Did it make it better that they went from just limos, entrances, like the whole first night, and then they jumped into like a group date and two one-on-one dates in the first episode, which I guess in theory should be better because I feel like I should yeah. know the girls a little bit better now after the first episode. I but was, I feel like I don't. Watching it, re-watching it without commercials at like, you know, 5 p.m. and not like 11 p.m., yeah. I will say made it more bearable. It was not that bad. Maybe I need to join the Hulu gang, honestly. It's really a great I, I had rushed home, was like right. splattering wine on my ceiling. Like for the first maybe hour of it, was still kind of cooking dinner and like half watching because I was like, all it was was like weird montages of, of Peter talking about his journey with like sunset planes behind him. The sunset plane montage <laughs> was absurd that I said literally obligatory plane shots in Oh, my is notes. that in your notes? That's in, in my notes. Handwritten notes. Um, you took the whole time to write... 
I'm, I'm I, have whole just, ent- I have a whole entire page that's just pilotisms, <laughs> like puns and jokes that were made throughout the episode about the pilot thing. So if you need to remember any of them, I have I was going to say, would you care to read one for this? So the first one that graced us was, I'm in the captain's chair now. That was a good one. That is a good one. We heard a lot about finding his co-pilot. Um, and then, of course, there was the bridge to the commercial about how the viewers should put our seats in the upright position because that's kind of Peter's funny, journey is about to take flight. I think that's kind of clever. That was good. <laughs> yeah. And then most of them were from the girls' entrances. But in that first montage of him in that jacket, first of all, he does not go to work in that jacket. Yeah, I guess. I guess, right? I don't know. You What's fly like- for a commercial airline. Why are you dressed <laughs> like an a- like this like aviator guy? Because... the I mean, they're trying to make... I know, but I'm just saying. I'm calling them out. I mean, we'll get into this when we talk about the group group date where Hannah showed up Mm. when she initially started talking about, like, oh, we had sex in the windmill four times in case you hadn't heard. Let's talk about it again. I feel like a lot of this was trying to convince me that Peter is... A hot man, like well, he, he, but he like is. He's, he's cute. He's yeah. not like bachelor. I'm a stud, hot. But do you disagree? You're right. See, but Peter's totally my type. He's an approachable, hot, sweet guy. That's yeah. my type. I don't want a big, giant, like hulking kind of douchey guy. No, sure. I think Peter would actually be a great boyfriend, like yes. great husband, yes. great guy all around. So, but in that case, I am a fan. The only other thing I wanted to say about that little intro, the dramatic sure. intro for Peter was um, I am calling them out for the whole, oh, by the way, I'm Cuban. Like, that (laughs) was absurd. We get it. Like, that's fine that his mom is Cuban. If his mom wants to come on the show, then they get the point for diversity. But this is a white passing man who has white privilege. That You don't check your diversity box. Don't make up for not casting Mike by being like, by the way, Peter's Cuban. They like to dance. Moving on. And also, too, it would be one thing. I understand that he is white passing and has white privilege regardless but if his Cuban heritage that he inherited from his mom and his whole mom's side of the family if they had a lot of family traditions that were important to him that were more Cuban then they never talked about that in Hannah's season like when we met his family not once did they mention like oh like my Cuban heritage is really important to me and this is what me and my family does to acknowledge it like they didn't did they? Did, they have that weird toast. Is yeah, that, but I think that was like German. It was like, arr, 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 arr. Yes, we are going to eat the food. <laughs> like that was their, I'm pretty sure that came from the Germans. I think that's exactly what it was. I don't know. I mean, maybe they mentioned it, but I don't really yeah. think it was a big point of like, I love my, no, I think I'm this, a Latino. Yeah. Like I, you this never is, once said those words, Peter, but now that we yeah. have this whole issue with not casting Mike, they're like, oh no, he's so diverse. I think even Lauren Zima in an interview, like was like, you are the second Latino bachelor. And I think he was like, oh, wait, am I? Oh, oh, okay. Like, yes, but also no. Yeah. No, it it was just, it was a bit of a stretch, a bit of a reach. Who do you think, though, in theory, before we get into the girls specifically, who would be Peter's ideal gal? Like, what do you think he is coming in there looking for? Like, just describe her? Yeah, like, if you had to say, who is Peter's type? Who is Peter's type? And is it even Hannah? We'll get in. We'll get into all the Hannah stuff, but, like, I think Peter's type is just, like, a beautiful girl who has a fun personality. Like, he likes a girl who's, like, bubbly and, like, has and has a little bit of, like, an edge to her because he's so, like, straight cut, so he wants yeah. somebody who can kind of, like, 
push like push him a little bit and like get him a little bit crazy. A little out of like he needs a girl who's like at at if they're at two guests at a wedding who's like taking a little shot of a tequila and being like, come on, let's dance. And yes. he's like reluctantly like rolling his eyes or on like, the dance floor, but like kind of loving he's it. He's the one that like brings her back down to earth kind of thing. Yes, I think he needs someone that he can like take care of a little bit yes. and kind of like be that sturdy rock for someone who has a little crazy in them in a good way. Yes, he needs a girl with a good crazy and obviously as they shoved down our throats the entire episode someone whose parents are not divorced and someone who loves love and thinks family is the most important thing and all that because that was excessive i'm gonna say i think people this may come off really wrong but i think people that are like really 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 into their families in the way that peter weber is into his family i think it's fucking weird like, d- doesn't his family give off like like creepy vibes like they're a little too happy a little too in love a little too like you say that and I'm like yes theoretically I want to agree with you but his mom is so cute I'm sure yeah that no. I can't even be mad at them they're no they're a sweet loving family and on the surface I think it was a nice stable loving way yes. for him to grow up and become a nice normal man who seems like he doesn't really have a lot of like relationship baggage issues like he seems pretty respectable I just I don't know something about it is you're not buying it I'm not I'm no I'm I'm buying it I just get like I'm I'm trying to filter myself because what I'm about to say is like gross and weird it it's just like it gives me like incestuous vibes (laughs) (laughs) like the way that his parents like applaud his sexual endeavors and they're just so open and supporting and loving and there's like no shame in the family at all it's just you need shame have a little shame (laughs) like (laughs) every good american family has shame what's wrong with you shame and some baggage and some complicated resentment of their parents like i'm not really getting that from this family so i don't know yeah it's not relatable it's not relatable at all (laughs) i don't know it's let yeah. us know, listeners. Do you have a family that's like Peter's? Are we totally your, insulting you? I'm so weirded out by people that are in really, really loving, supportive, normal families. Like Cassie's family? Yes. Cassie's family weirded me out. Yes, but they seem like they must have some issues under the surface with the with the daughter. Uh, her sister is an actress, and Cassie and her sister have both had a lot of like plastic surgery, which there's nothing wrong with that, but that mm-hmm. clearly means you have... I don't know. I might cut this part out because I don't know where I'm going with this. But I feel like, yeah, a little bit like Cassie. I just feel like they might actually have some sort of... You think there's more going on there? There's more going on there, yes. Mm. Whereas, like, Peter's family, he's just too secure and too comfortable. Like, like, if Peter was a girl, he would never go get plastic surgery because he is perfect just the way he is. And his parents will love him and support him. Yeah, forever, I do, regardless. I do kind of wonder. We have not gotten any sort of here's the trauma edit on Peter because I don't think there, there's no trauma. And how can you be a human in this world? And I mean, I'm a strong believer in everybody's going to go through something at some point. So I just feel like the thing that he went through was Hannah breaking up with him. That's it. If that's the worst thing that ever happens to you, buddy, <laughs> I think you're going to be a okay. Well, or is he? Or is he? Or are they broken up? I don't, uh, I don't know. 
Should we talk about the episode now? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Okay. So talk to me about your thoughts on the girls, the girls like little snippets. Do you have anything you remember? Um, that stood well, out to you? I took some notes on them. Fun fact about the first one, Alexa, the girl mm-hmm. that got no the screen waxer. time. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, my younger brother who's in college, that's the only one he texted me and said, I like the waxer. Out of all the girls in the episode, he said, I like the waxer. So that's number one. Well, it's just, that's fine. If she had any other screen time whatsoever. I was like, did you just watch the first 15 minutes and then turn it off? Okay, yeah. There are two circumstances here. One, Ryan just watched the first. Oh, it was Trevor. Sorry. Aaron has two brothers, Ryan and Trevor. Shout out to both of them. Okay, so this was Trevor. Two, all right, two scenarios here. He either was like, oh, Erin likes The Bachelor and she's doing a podcast about it. I want to text her about it, but I don't actually want to watch this whole show. So he watched the first 15 minutes. The first girl he saw was like, I like this person, and then turned it off and went on with his day. Totally possible. Or he has just has some creepy thing for watchers because she, I don't think she really spoke or really had any sort she of didn't. significant time, the whether only, it was some off-screen yeah. interview comments yeah. or any sort of time, like, I didn't. I don't remember seeing any more of her. So the only reason I paid attention to her was because my um, roommate in college, her boyfriend now, his best friend is the guy that was dating her before she left to go on the show. Oh, yeah. Wait, can you please repeat that that lineage again? My roommate in college. Yes. Okay. Her boyfriend, his best friend, mm-hmm. was the guy who was in the scene that she was waxing. Oh my! And oh, the guy in it. And the guy she was dating before she left to go on the show. Was she? Did she say she was like from New Jersey or is this Boston? Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. all I know. I'll try to get more scoop, guys, also, but I don't know how much try, people are going to try to reach out to her if she wants about. to come on. I, I was thinking that, too. Yeah, no, I'm trying to think. Okay, so I took some notes on... Was the Kelly that was the lawyer, was that the same Kelly that he had met? Yes. Okay, we'll talk about her later then. Yeah, I had no thoughts on the on the <laughs> intro packages. I'm telling you, I hate the first episode. But Hannah Ann, he seems really into her, but I don't... I think that's going to be short-lived like I think it's a very much like she's very cute she's very like well you know how she got on the show no she's best friends with Hannah G oh and Hannah G like pushed for her to be casted so I'm calling it wait how did you find that out on reddit oh it's I feel like it's all over the place oh I actually didn't know that even people who don't really sleuth knew that um, it's on Twitter even. I mean, it's pretty common. Like, in yes. the same way that, like, Tia it, got on from Raven. It feels like, like a Raven-Tia situation mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, I'm, like, grooming this person to be the next me. And it's like, I feel like those contestants come in, like, I mean, I actually really liked Tia, so let me not put Tia in this category. But sure. Hannah Ann is kind of coming in like, I got this. I have already won. You think she wants to win? Does anyone want to win The Bachelor these days? No. I think she... Second place is winning. Second place is really the ideal (laughs) situation. No, no, no. I mean, like, if you win that second place, obviously the winner is whoever they pick for The Bachelorette. Which you could be in seventh place, like Hannah, and that would be... I could even go as far to say that, like, some of these people don't even want Bachelor or Bachelorette these days. They just want enough followers followers, to move to L.A. and be able to have a career modeling some horrible clothing lines or something, which is what... Don't we all? Don't we all? (laughs) But I think Hannah Ann is... She's cute. She's she's very pretty. She's super cute. She's very pretty. She clearly has a big personality, so they're going to keep her on the show for a while. I loved her dress. No, yeah, she's... she's, I can't tell if I'm going to find her obnoxious or very funny yet. Yeah, the problem about all the girls is I kind of don't like... There's one girl I love, but then everybody else I hate. um, Until they prove otherwise, really. 
Wait, so who's the one that you love? I love Victoria P. I don't even know. Yes, oh, you do. Is she the one who vomited? Yes. And why do you Well, okay, her? I'll read you my notes from her um, little interview at home. She comes on the screen, and I'm like, first of all, oh, my God, this girl is so hot. And then okay. she's also a nurse. Like, she's super hot. She's a former beauty pageant queen. She's a nurse. And then mm-hmm. she has this tragic story about her dead dad and her addict mom. Like, oh, my God, ding, ding, ding. We have the next Bachelorette. She might be the next Bachelorette. She gives me Amanda Stanton vibes without being Amanda Stanton level of... Like, superficial, kind of. She seems to be, like, Amanda Stanton vibes, but with, like, she's also a nurse. So she has some substance to her, is kind of what you're That's saying. That's what I'm saying, no, but I don't want to insult, I don't want to insult Amanda Stanton. There's nothing wrong with Amanda Stanton. She, is, she, seems, she seems like a very, very sweet Great mom. Yep. girl. Very, yes, very good mom. But Those let's are the vibes not I'm getting. pretend that Amanda, like, Amanda Stanton's career is... Instagram model, which is a great career that pays very well for her children's to go to great colleges, and that's wonderful. But she doesn't really seem to be like like she's not a nurse. She's not saving the world. She she's not a teacher like our wonderful. I mean, I don't mean to be snobby. Well, I feel like that's something that's important to you is that you like people that do things that matter. Yes. Um. And yes, I I mean I'm not really like that. I'm. Like, yeah. I don't do anything that matters, so <laughs> truly, I host a podcast and I sing songs and do acting things and sit, and my day job is sitting in an empty office twiddling my thumbs. But you're I'll a, that a good off, friend, right? it's fine. No, I'm, I'm, a good, I'm a good person, I'm not a murderer. Yes. I, no, I'm but I fine do with that. that. I, I'm fine yes. with not saving the world, I didn't sign up to do that. I'm a good person, I don't murder people, I donate to charities when I can. <laughs> but I don't need to wake up every day like with a purpose to do something that matters. But I feel like you do. Yeah, well, I am an Enneagram 1, so <laughs> that is a driving motivator. Um, yeah, so I think I do look out for the girls who, like, have an interesting career. But Hannah Ann, is it Hannah Ann? No, Madison's the one that's a foster care recruiter. Oh. She recruits foster care parents. Do you think doing something that matters is something that matters to Peter? Like, does he want a career-driven girl? Being that he's a pilot and probably travels a lot for work and he clearly loves his job and and is obsessed with it. Well, I think that that's the... I think that's one of the ways in which this whole franchise is still very much in the 1950s. I think that they put a lot of emphasis on the careers of the guys. Andy, not included, because they did make a big deal out of her being a lawyer. But the girls' jobs aren't don't really ever seem to be that important unless they're like... A nurse, and that's literally the only ones that they seem to focus on the job. Right. I don't know. If, I, I don't know. Maybe I feel like I haven't thought that through enough to say that's my job. I'm not. No, I think that's true. I mean, at least maybe like but with, this whole, thing with certain with contestants, I do think they yeah. they sometimes will choose for a female like their career is part of their personality and their package. But at least when we see leads, well, not so much because like what was Colton's job? <laughs> Nothing. Former football player. Former, <laughs> former football player. And no, like, but they talked a lot about his charity work. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Dogs. I don't know. I feel like what they're trying to make hot about Peter is his job. And I've never really seen them try to do that with any female lead, that, like, the hot thing about them is their job. Maybe Rachel being a lawyer, but... Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Rachel and Angie. Like, the thing with that. Peter is, like, like all the promos, all the footage is all, like, 
buckle up, here's the turbulence, I'm a pilot. But he's a pretty mediocre-looking guy, but I've never seen that. I don't know. Um, somebody said to me today, they were like, what's funny is all the Bachelor leads, you get, like, the shower, and they're showering, and they take their shirt off. He had his shirt off for literally 15 seconds, maybe not even, of last night's show, which I just thought was so I funny. did notice that. He looks like a normal guy. I am not shaming Peter's body at all. <laughs> that is what a normal man should look like. Yes. Drink the sure. beer. <laughs> well, I... They said the same thing with Ari, too, because I don't think Ari ever had a shirt off <laughs> in any of the things. And Peter did have, yeah, well, he was washing something. and He was it was washing like, a plane. Yeah, but it, <laughs> he was washing. No, I swear he was washing, like, this little plane. I believe you. It's just that the concept is so, who was sitting there and was like, yeah, so for this shot, Peter, you're going to take your shirt off and who's down this plane that we made dirty for you? It's just, I would love to be a part of the filming. I just really would. I would love to be a producer, though. I mean, let me tell these girls that so-and-so said this about you, and so you really should, you know, say something to her. No, I know. But I I'm t- not telling you what to do. I mean... I think being a producer, yeah, would be so fun. Best job in the world. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. I'm sure it's hard in some ways. I'm sure it is, but I'm sure it's all, like, exciting and fun, and you're... Yeah. You have to... Yeah, Someone else said to me today, they were like, isn't that show all, like, scripted? And I was like, you don't understand the nuances of reality television. Like... It's not scripted, but it is influenced. Yes, I'll, I'll take a quote from Nick Vile. It's not scripted. It's produced, though. Yes. They put real people mm-hmm. in certain situations where there is potential for something to happen. Perfect example is why do you think they keep asking Hannah on? I mean, I think one reason is that she's been incredibly popular. Um, so just the fact that saying, oh, Hannah's going to be on this episode gets a lot of people to tune in. And I think that's really good for ratings. But I think, I mean, we can talk about this when we officially decide we're going to talk about Hannah, but I think I think she was always going to come on that first night, give the wings back, so that they could have that promo shot of her coming out of the limo for promotion to get people to tune in. And I think all they initially intended it to be was just a little snippet of like, oh, Hannah's back, but she's just giving the wings back and wishing him good luck. But as soon as they realized, oh shit, I think there's feelings there, maybe even on both sides, then they were like, all right, gotta get this girl back and then they brought her back for the group date like they just keep putting her and him in places where there is a potential because did you notice too after she did the whole thing with the group date oh we're gonna talk about sex and i had sex four times blah 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 i think that's all that was she was really like slated to do that day and then backstage after she was like how do you feel do you think is it weird seeing him or any feelings rushing back and then she goes into a room and cries and then we get our whole last 10 minute scene but that wasn't a plan. That wasn't a planned thing. They weren't like, okay, Peter and Hannah are going to sit together and talk about their relationship. But they they know there's feelings there. They know by bringing Hannah around while she's probably struggling with everything that happened and under a lot of stress and pressure, that's like there is potential for something like that to happen. And then what you get at the end there is television gold, right? Well, I think we should just talk about it. Yeah. We're now we're in the we're in it because that was the big point of the episode, at least for me, the highlight. Was everything going on with Hannah? Do you have any thoughts? <laughs> so many thoughts. Well, first of all, you know, I stand Hannah B. Love her. We love Hannah in this household. We're Hannah people. So <laughs> I, I read, this is not an original thought, but I read somewhere someone said that it really did look like, and they're right, it looked like she wasn't trying to be on TV when she was crying. Like, she looked like a girl who was in a room trying to be alone, having a hard time. It was her birthday. 
mm-hmm. seeing an ex-boyfriend with his all-new girlfriends, like, having a hard time with it, and then they were like, ooh, Peter, go in there. And right. a lot of people are saying, like, well, why did she go? She was filming Dancing with the Stars at this point. So she was, like, ABC's, like, minion. She had to do whatever ABC told her to do. Yeah. And it also is very eye-opening, because I was really trying to follow along with Hannah. I didn't watch the show, but I watched her dances, and I read some of her blogs, and we talked about she was really struggling on Dancing with the Stars, and then in some of her tweets recently, now she's like, and that's why I had such a hard time. And it's like, oh, because she was dealing with this whole thing with Peter, so I feel for her. I do too, and I do, though, question... I don't question that. I'm sure she's having she was having a hard time this whole year. I mean, imagine being the bachelorette. The whole season is about you. And then really not getting... I mean, you know, not that you need to end up with someone at the end or need to be in love. But, like, not really getting the ending you thought you were going to get. I think the because way... Because the guy you picked... Because the guy you person. picked was a horrible person and really was really dishonest. It wasn't like... She tried to make it an empowering situation. But it wasn't really an empowering situation where she was like, Hey... I don't actually really like any of you that much. I'm going to just go be off on my own and live my best life. She picked a couple people who ended up kind of like more or less rejecting her or being really dishonest with her and not leading her to the ending that she thought she was going to get. So as much as she's trying to turn around and be like, well, I'm going to be like empowered and just move forward with my life. I'm sure it was like a really embarrassing, like sad situation you have all these expectations when you get cast as the bachelorette that all these things are going to happen and then when nothing happens the way you thought it was going to I'm sure that's difficult and then so you pick one guy you get engaged to one guy he ends up being totally dishonest with you and being a totally terrible person so you break it off you then ask out another guy on national television after watching an entire season about because what I always think about Hannah and Tyler is that I think Jed was the safe choice and Tyler really scared her. He almost felt very too good to be true. So she was always keeping her guard up. And then I think it's kind of interesting that she finally asked him out for a drink after the whole season had aired. Because I think once she saw him in his interviews saying like, no, I really care for her. I really like her, blah, blah, blah. I think she was kind of like, oh shit, he actually really did care for me that we did have something there. Maybe let's try this again. Only for him to like go and date a supermodel and then go date another high-profile person and just kind of be like, "Mm, yeah, but no, like that moment's over. I'm sure that's miserable and embarrassing and just sad and you struggle with that. And I think you can run into an ex-boyfriend during all of that and feel very emotional and feel very like regretful and questioning what might have been without necessarily, though, thinking that that was the right choice do you does that make sense but I see I I yes it does like I think like I think people are like oh I mean on one hand I do want them to get together but at the same time I'm like she didn't pick him she was he was the third choice he didn't ask she didn't ask him for a drink at after the final rose to reconnect and it's only now months after the fact that she's probably just overwhelmed and seeing an ex-boyfriend regardless of any situation, is emotional and you get, like, sad and kind of, like, thinking of things that might have been, but I don't know if that means as much as people are reading into it to me. Okay, say what you need to say. I've been well, talking for a long time. No, it's fine. What what The one thing that I was thinking about in Hannah's situation, right, at, at the, after the final rose, mm-hmm. and the stuff with Jed has just happened, and she asked Tyler out for the drink, and she even says it, like, everybody was talking about Peter being the next Bachelor, 
Mm-hmm. And Tyler was continuously reaching out to Hannah on social media, like hourly showing his support, like really, like he was still doing all of those things. And Peter was silent, obviously nursing his broken heart. I'm not saying Peter did anything wrong by that, but Tyler was reaching out and Peter wasn't. So in her mind, she's probably thinking, okay, like Peter's over me and he wants to be the bachelor and it's not there anymore. And so then when she shows up and he admits that like yeah I actually was really excited to see you like more than I thought I feel like it's two people that are realizing that these feelings that they said weren't there anymore were and that's why we got such an emotional thing because both of them had convinced themselves that like no 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 we're not right for each other this isn't going to work when in reality when I look back and reflect upon the season knowing what we know now he might have been the best choice all along right but then why didn't she pick him that's what I keep going back to make foolish decisions because we're taught by society that we're not good enough for people who treat us kindly. That's, I mean, oh, and that is the tea. That's the tea right there. I, I did. And read. that's why I love Hannah. Like, people give her so much crap for that season. And I'm like, this Hannah B season was what society does to women. Ugh, I'm going to cry on this podcast. Between Luke P gaslighting her throughout mm. the entire season and emotionally manipulating her to Jed straight up lying to her, making her feel comfortable and safe and okay and being like the one that she felt safe with and then lying to her. Like, that's what it's like to be a woman in America, everyone who wants to look at Hannah and be like, this girl's crazy. No, she's not. She's all of us. No, I don't think she's crazy. I just think, I just think, like, I think it's hard to rebuild a relationship. Like, I think from, like, her and Peter, like, it's hard to rebuild a relationship being like, oh, I was your third choice, though. Like, why didn't, but I, do, I don't blame her for, I don't know, it's it's hard. It's complicated. And I do think, I do think you're right, and I did see someone write this on Reddit, and I was like, oh, hmm, yeah, that as much as Hannah like comes off as very empowered and very confident I think she even said with the whole Luke thing like I I liked him because he seemed to be excited for me I was so insecure being the bachelorette I didn't think these guys were gonna want me and so the two guys that I think I mean we learned more about Tyler after the season wrapped but like Tyler and Peter in my mind both of them were like quote unquote the right choices for Hannah like really great guys really supportive of her and I feel like she almost felt like she didn't deserve deserve it it. yes especially in the sense of Peter because he truly had nothing wrong I feel like she did have her guard up with Tyler and then maybe after watching the season she was like oh maybe I shouldn't have but then also maybe she should have I don't know do you think her and Tyler would have like with given the amount of fame that Tyler got after the season and the attention he got I don't know if they would have lasted as like an engaged couple whereas like I think Peter would have been incredibly loyal to her I think if she had picked Peter they would be getting married like that would be the end of it I think if she had picked Tyler I think they would have been okay but if her and Tyler had actually like tried like gone on more dates and Gigi Hadid didn't happen I think it still wouldn't have worked out just with Tyler's level of fame yes I think it would have been something that I think they would have had a very long engagement it would have been like a let's actually try to date and see if this could work Yes. But yes, I think Peter would have been an instant, like, of course it's going to work type thing. But at the end of the day, I think I was a little, I love Hannah, but I was annoyed by not her per se, because I don't think she made the decision to come and be on this episode. Mm -hmm. But why was half of this episode about Hannah? I mean, if you want to do another Hannah Brown season, I'm all for it. But this is supposed to be Peter's season, and we already don't know the rest of these girls enough, like... I want fresh new drama, to be honest with you. Like, take this off stage. Like, she did her time where she had to cry in front of America. Stop making her 
do that. Stop making her wear not waterproof mascara and, <laughs> and cry I know, on it's camera. Like, who did her makeup for that? I think they do it on purpose. They no, must they, do it they on purpose. They must do it on purpose. Like, you know she got her makeup done for that day. Yes. And the producers knew it was going to be emotional and difficult for her. No, yes. they, they knew. I, well, I don't know. I do also struggle with that, too, because, as like, I haven't been excited for Peter to be The Bachelor, and yeah. Hannah being as popular as she is, and knowing that there's still some sort of spark between them, like, I want Hannah to be around. Like, I enjoy... Want, okay, so here's the question. Do you, would you want a season where Hannah comes and lives in the house with the girls and competes? No, because... I feel like I, it's icky. It's weird. I wouldn't use the word icky. I just think at that point, it's not a competition. Like, he is so clearly very much not over Hannah and so in love with her. I think they have to have, like, a lot of really frank and serious conversations, and they'd have some trust things to work out. See, I but think I still think been... They, my, here's my ideal scenario. Okay. Because he's been so hurt by her, right? He needs to say, you know what? I need to do this and work on myself. And he's going to go through this whole process. And he's going to pick a girl. And something's going to happen. They're making it seem like she leaves. Who knows? And it's not going to work out. And then he's going to be alone. And then he's going to ask Hannah for a drink. And then they're finally going to be together. That's... Because now it's okay because he's picked someone else too. I kind of think that's what's going to happen too. That's like, my that's theory. literally my theory as well. I don't think she's going to join the house because no. I just think realistically, she was also on Dancing with the Stars. Like, she can't do both. It's not going to work. Girlfriend doesn't have time. And I think she might consider it, but I think. I also read. Do some... you think she's going to consider it and then the girls are going to like get mad at her and then she's going to be like, oh, wait, shit, I should leave? No, I think they're editing it to make us think that. I do not think that's going to happen. Um, I have read another thing on Reddit where someone had. These Reddit people, shout out to you, had <laughs> gone so through and like checked where the edits were in the scene, like where body positions didn't match up, and they said the conversation where he asked her to come back, like, is highly edited. So I think they're editing to make it look like she's thinking about it, but I think she knows that that would be a terrible idea for her self-esteem. And because also imagine her in that situation, like this is your ex-boyfriend, and now you're actually watching these other new random girls date him, like. And that she was just terrible. the bachelorette. She was just the lead. And now she's going to go back to being like a contestant. It's like a demotion. But no, yeah. I don't no. think she would do that. I don't think she should do that. I think it's going to be one of those things where she's like, you know, like, I think it's I'm think doing the, Dancing yes. with the Stars and you're the bachelor right now. Like, Let's do happy it. for you. You're like supportive of you, but like go have your journey. And then I think as time goes on, he's going to be like, I can't stop thinking about Hannah. I can't stop thinking about Hannah. And then yes. they're going to get back together. But, I think but, but, is, but, but my question is, should they get back together? I'm mixed on it. I also rewatched their talk on Hulu today in my office. Um, and it really, like, it makes me emotional when I watch the two of them, like, sit down and, like, talk it all out. No, the, the one from the first episode. This oh, you episode. watched that again? I watched it again because I, I, I had been drinking wine for three hours. I feel like I needed to watch it without commercial breaks with, like, a fresh... Yes. Pair of eyes. And the emotion there, it feels very raw. Like, a lot of those things, you can't fake that. I'm sure. But I just, I wonder with Hannah, is it that she actually wants to be with Peter? Or, like, Peter as Peter? Or is she just going through a hard time and, you know, she knows she didn't make some that good of decisions while well, being the bachelorette she's doing dancing with the stars but it's just kind of like a thinking of what could have been regrets thing considering she didn't pick him the first time and she didn't pick him the second time either so it's like is this really about peter is this about like someone because you've been treated like shit by a couple guys now and now you know he's a good guy you know he cares for you you know he will treat you well but you didn't pick him twice 
Right. Like, she didn't ask him for drinks. She asked Tyler. Yes. I think best case scenario of this whole thing, I think, I'm hoping that it's only the first little snippet of the next episode, and then we all can move on, and then I will still keep holding this dream in my heart that it will work out for them someday. I was going to say, I can't move on, though. <laughs> like, I personally, after all of this I, has gone on... It's so on, funny, because I feel I like... I can't move on. I don't care about any of these girls. None of them are right for Peter. I mean, I don't know if Hannah is, but I do kind of want to... Like, I want to see a happy ending for both of them, because I'm sure... Peter's not my favorite, but he's a really nice guy, and I think he really, really was crushed... Yes. By Hannah. And I think he really, really cares for her and would treat her well. And I just love Hannah, so. I think it's so funny because I think you're really getting tricked by the editing. Like, I <laughs> I am so snobby. or I don't know if snobby is the word, but I'm like, I watch and I'm like, I'm not going to get fooled by this edit. This isn't going to happen. I'm not going to get fooled by this. This is not a thing. This is what they want me to think about, so I'm not going to think about it. I know, it. and I'm normally like that too, but this is fooling That's me. That's why I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm literally, like, I literally rewatched it alone in my little... For, side note, I'll take two seconds to explain this. I kind of have a new job, but, like, literally my job is, like, sitting alone in an office, and I have a lot of free time on my hands. But I sit... <laughs> imagine me sitting alone in a room just, like watching the ending of this episode and genuinely getting teary-eyed and being like, it's so sad. They love each other so much. Oh my gosh. I know. Well, you're going to have to talk about these girls. So can you Ugh. tell me, like, all right, let's talk about entrances. Who stuck out? Oh. Anybody? Do you know any of their names? No, yeah. I know some of their names. Um, McKenna sticks out for me as someone who I think is going to be, have a lot of good commentary throughout the season. I don't think she'll have anything with Peter. I just... She's had some moments where she, like, has some some comments. She's very vocal about how she feels about things, so I feel like we're going to see a lot of her. Fun to watch. Yeah, fun to watch. is. So, um, I want to talk about Kelly. She is the one who had met him previously. Yes. Do we think they hooked up? Yes. They have but why wouldn't they just say that? We've gotten past this point in Bachelor history where we can say if people hooked up or not. Well, because I think the way that it played with Liz and... And Nick, Nick, yeah, was so awkward when they talked about how they had hooked up that maybe they were like, okay, like we'll just say that they met, or maybe they didn't. Like they might not have done it. Like maybe they made out. Maybe they just kissed on the dance floor. But or Peter's just like a way more um, or a way less awkward guy than Nick. But he, the way he's acting towards her is very warm. He seems very like into her. They seem very comfortable with each other. They just kind of have an intimacy that would not come from just meeting someone randomly at a bar and being like, hey, cool, nice to meet you, bye. Yeah, well, I think it's different, though. So, like, with the Nick and Liz situation, I think they had hooked up at the wedding, and then she had decided to go on his season. Mm. Whereas in this situation, they met because she had already been picked to be on his season, is my understanding. Or she was like... Do you really think it was a coincidence? Mm, I think... I don't think it was a coincidence. Well, or do you think she, like, looked at his Instagram stories and was no, like, I think, Oh, look, Peter's at this hotel. Let's go. Well, LOL. keep in mind, they're all in L.A. I think it's not that uncommon for... so Because Peter's from a suburb of L.A. Yes. So his high school reunion is going to be somewhere. It's actually Westlake Village, where my ex-boyfriend is from. It's a very bougie suburb of L.A. I, it wouldn't be unheard of, in my opinion, for their high school reunion to even be, like, in Malibu or some area that is more... Or Santa Monica or something that's more L.A. proper than Westlake Village, which actually is just a random suburb. And if she's just a random girl in L.A., wannabe influencer who just applied to be on The Bachelor, 
I don't know. Is she from LA originally? I actually didn't even check that. But she's it would, a, her all family I'm is, is she's the lawyer one. I think they're from. Um, they're, she's not from LA. Her friend was. Oh, and she was at a wedding, getting right? married or something. Yes. Oh, so she came from out of town to a random. Mm, that is a little sketchier. Because I was gonna say, unless not, the wedding was at the hotel, it's not that unheard of in my. Or not, not that it's unheard. It is unheard of because I never heard of it. But I wouldn't think it was that unrealistic for some random wannabe influencer girl who applied to be on The Bachelor in L.A. to, like, yeah. at some point run into The Bachelor in L.A. Right. That being said, I do, I did kind of like her. Really? Yeah. Ooh, and I she rubs me the wrong way. I don't like her at all. I couldn't figure out why. Like, she just seems very... She cheated in the group date. She did. I might be getting tricked by her. Okay, I, this is a sidebar. Okay. I have this problem where any girl that has a deep voice in my mind is chill. Like, if you have a deeper voice, I'm like, oh, that girl's so chill and cool. So I think it's just because her voice is a little deeper that I've convinced myself that she's, like, a really chill girl. And in the in the energy of that room of girls that are, like, <laughs> the most not chill girls wow. in America. Like, she comes across in that room of girls as being, like, kind of down to earth. No? I think it's a fake. I think it's a facade. Could totally be a facade. I think she... Like she fooled me. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure she's not unchill like there's nothing about her specifically as a person that I'm like oh I don't like like when she walked in on in the limo or whatever like first impression I don't see anything about her that I just like I just like that she cheated in the group date honestly like I just you were I mad? just think yes I was okay I wasn't like that mad but I just think like okay like I didn't lose sleep over it but I just think like, wow, you are so entitled and self-righteous and take yourself way too seriously. If Because, first off, like, these stupid group date competitions are stupid. They don't matter, it actually. Like they were crawling in poop. Right. And, and as far as the actual competition of the show goes, like, they don't matter. You don't need to, like, actually well, try. What, and you're what gonna, gets me about that. No, but, like, you're going to yes. go out of your way to, like screw over all of these girls that you should want to be friends with because you're going to have to live with them for the next couple weeks and just, like, cheat on a stupid group date. Like, I don't know. That really rubbed me the wrong way. (laughs) You don't agree. I mean, it's fine. I just... Something about her, I'm like, wow, I don't think she's a girl's girl. You're someone who will, like, screw over all of your friends for the guy. No, I, I could that, say that, too. That was the vibe I got from her. Like, I the fact that she wouldn't say she's a girl's girl. I don't like her. As I said, the only one who I like at this point is Victoria P. Right. I understand that. I just, even, even with her teacup trauma, that did make me LOL. The teacup trauma almost <laughs> lost me. I was like, oh, no, we're back at the bumper car trauma. And I was upset. But I let it go because she's all I have right now. And that's not her fault. Like, she d- wasn't actually that dramatic she about it. She didn't go and pull the footage of the slow motion teacups. <laughs> that wasn't her. Oh, but whoever did. Bravo. Bravo. <laughs> like, wow. Um, no, the thing with, Ke- I don't know. The thing with Kelly... Yeah, it's not that the group date is that serious, but that's just it. It's like you are all, you all get time to like actually talk to Peter and build your relationships with him. But in the beginning there, they're making you play these silly games. And I do think there is an aspect of like trying to like make friends in the house and like forming connections with people and just like you're all going on this experience together. And to just like not care about any of that and like cheat in like yes it's a silly it's a silly little game but like just play along and like play the silly little game like that's what you're supposed to do on the show and to just not do that and be like well I'm just gonna cheat because this is serious it's just like dude get a life I almost feel though that 
this is going to work out well for her because as we said earlier, Peter wants someone he can take care of. Mm-hmm. So if Peter looks at Kelly and is like, oh, this girl has a target on her back. Like, I yeah. need to make sure I make her feel special. And Peter is very good at making these girls feel special. I mean, he listens to them. That was what I was... He... I think he's a great bachelor. Because <laughs> he seems so genuine, but he also, like, he listens. Like, when he got up in the middle of a conversation and oh got God, got Victoria flowers, like, that was so sweet. No, he's a nice guy. Adam says he's a salesman. Interesting. That he's, like, tip, like classic salesman well and adam would know because adam is also a salesman basically peters has a lot of things in common with my boyfriend so that's why i feel like i have to like peter. i mean i just well i do, I like do see that i do think peter does have a lot of things in common with adam um but that that i think is just kind of like the type of guys that you go for that's my type so. yeah that's why i like peter <laughs> it was just fine but I, I was not about him being the bachelor because i really wanted mike so there you go. Thanks. I mean, Crazy things Mike happen. would have been a very different season. It would, but it would have been still good though. Yes, it would have been very different though. It would have been very different. Well, because considering Mike's actually hot, but yes. Well, the girls in Peter's season are gorgeous. Want to be Instagram models? They're gorgeous. I feel bad for girls who are like, like who are average looking in the cast because there's a couple. I won't name names. I'm not gonna be that girl. <laughs> but you look at them and you're like, oh my gosh, in real life you would be like this totally beautiful girl, but here, oh no, honey, go home. Yes. I would not be caught dead on camera with those girls. They are too beautiful. They all are really pretty. And they're all... As that one girl said, They crying. all have they're perfect so bodies, too. Which yes. really just... You do not get one fat girl. Oh, my gosh. And that one girl, she went home, but her sad story about gaining 80 pounds and then losing it. And then she put on that big dress to show how much weight she lost. And I was like, that is adorable. And, like, that's probably the size that I wear. So, could you I know. Not? And, and also, like, that, that doesn't sound like a sad story to me. That sounds like a success story. It's like, oh, so you, like, you're telling me that you're very high. And good at exercising now? Okay. Right, they're showing her exercising, and I'm like, "Uh, you know what? No, I don't know. You were tiny, and then you gained some weight, and then you got tiny again. Like, who who among us? The struggle, the trauma. (laughs) Um, Is there anything else that we want to discuss? I feel like we really hit all the points, but if there's something important that you feel. My final thoughts on the episode Mm -hmm. are as follows. Kylie was too hot to go home the first night. So, Kylie, shout out to you. That was wrong. Yes, Kylie. Maybe we'll you, see her on Paradise. You were done dirty. I hope that you come back. Because she was so cute, and there was no reason for her to go. And she had that, like, cute condoms thing that she did. Yeah. She was adorable. I, she was feisty. <laughs> I'm going through my notes just to check. Um, we talked about teacup trauma. <laughs> Love some teacup trauma. I talked about the flowers, and then we talked about hand. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about, but not. I'll probably even just cut this part out because, like, not that it matters now. Alaya, I think she is a front runner for sure. She was the first one out of the limo, and that's all I remember from her. But I'm just I'm having saying, a hard keep time. Keep your eyes, keep your on eyes Alaya. on Alaya. That's fine. I wrote down about her. Alaya, classy, simple boobs. That's what I wrote. Right. And that seems great. That's how I feel about her. Good for you, Alaya. <laughs> no, she was the first one out of the limo, and he seemed to be really into her. I don't think they had much time on any of the dates, but on the first night, I feel like he talked to her a couple times. Whatever. It doesn't matter. We'll learn more about these girls, or we won't. Do you think next week we'll just have a new Bachelor? What if he's just like, so I'm going with Hannah, and um, your Bachelor's actually Mike Johnson? Wow. That's what's going to happen next week, everyone. Stay tuned. Which would be hilarious, and I'd be here for it. It would just be a bummer because Mike Johnson got gypped then out of all the promo posters. Well, he has all those ones that people made for him on Twitter, so. Oh, I haven't even seen those. 
Well, that was when people were campaigning for him. No, yeah. But Those ones. All right, well, I, I'll do some research. So to close out this episode, we have a new tradition that Aaron came up with. It is the rose and the thorn. What is? What are the rules for rose and the thorn? It goes to any Bachelor Nation person. Yes, so we are each going to give a rose and a thorn. You know which one's for which. Mm -hmm. To anyone in Bachelor Nation who we deem from the last week is worthy of our rose and thorn. So, ooh, I have two. Can I give two thorns and no roses? Yeah, I could give two roses <laughs> if you want to give two thorns this week. Oh, That's really? Fine. Yeah. Okay, well, so my initial thorn was going to be to... Mr. Nick Vile, my former... <laughs> yeah, he almost got the thorn last time. <laughs> my former boyfriend, Nick Vile. Now, I used to have the biggest crush on Nick Vile, and I used to always listen to his podcast. But, um, I don't know. Recently, I haven't been wanting to listen to his podcast anymore. I just got really bored of it. And also, I did not like his tweets during this first episode. I think he was trying really really hard to bring everything that was happening in Peter's episode back to like but remember that one time on my season of The Bachelor and I'm like holy shit dude shut up you are so many seasons removed from this I mean let it go dude let it go I mean I guess I get it it's his job he has bills to pay he needs to maintain relevancy but like find another way to do it like work on that essential oils business or something because it's getting to be a bit much as the years go on because he's so many years removed from being the bachelor and it's just and he's really kind of the only one who does that so strongly it's just like dude you have so much fame now and a lot of followers leverage that into something else like move on from the bachelor and build a different career yes and my other thorn is for Jaden Tanner, who apparently cheated in fantasy football to win a million dollars. Did what? you not see anything about that? No. They went into some... I don't know all the details. This is just me reading random articles and then my brother texting me about it because he's really into fantasy football. That they, I guess, somehow in some like really like fancy league where the grand prize is a million dollars, they put like 150 teams together. Like, so between the two of them, I think they had 150 teams. So more or less, they had, like, every single player on one of their rosters. So they just, like, kind of, I guess, so what they did technically wasn't illegal and wasn't really cheating. I guess you can enter 150 times if you want to. I'm sure there's, like, a buy-in, but if you have the money, I guess do it. But they, like, collaborated with each other. And when you, when, I guess, I don't know, I don't know a lot about fantasy football, but I guess when you have that many players, like, when you have every single player like and all the different possibilities of different teams like one of them is gonna win and then so they won a million dollars in a fantasy football league which i guess is also kind of the rose like good for you <laughs> but people were pissed about it not me personally because like i don't really care but like nothing they did was technically illegal it's just like kind of a scummy thing to do when you're already like pretty rich i'm assuming from all of your instagram posts like, really, you're going to cheat at fantasy football? But, okay. I guess they have babies to feed. Yeah. Don't even get me started on Jaden Tanner. We'll all be here all day. <laughs> well, my first, my okay. first rose is for Victoria P, obviously. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. Oh, I, like, now hate Victoria P because you love her I so knew that much. was going to happen, too, but I'm ready to champion her. So, she's getting my rose because I really liked how self-aware she was when, she, like, 
people like the girls were interrupting like and she just straight up said like this makes me super uncomfortable like I support girls I don't like this like this makes me uncomfortable but she did it in a way that wasn't like crying hysterically like oh she interrupted me like you know when the girls act like they're they're so confused about the show that they spent forever auditioning to be on and they like pretend that they didn't know the premise it wasn't like that it was just like I just want to say this is uncomfortable for me because I normally support girls like blah 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 and then moved on Mm -hmm. so she gets rose and then my other rose you're gonna be equally as mad is for Peter's mom why? I just think that she's an adorable woman and I like watching her on TV she smiles I smile and that's what I needed in the episode and she gave it to me well that's wonderful those are my Um, roses this week yeah, I guess Peter's mom is fine. I, I mean, you know how I feel about the family as a unit, but individually, I think they're all nice people. Um, <laughs> so what do we have next week, Jack? Well, so next week, we have ABC Always Be Cam. He's going to be on our episode, I don't know, talking about his time on his season. At first I was like, Becca's season? Nope, he was on Hannah's season. On Hannah's um, season. His time on Hannah's season, his time on Paradise. And remember that one time that Kaylin made out with him real quick to just like get a rose before Dean showed up? Absolutely, I remember. That was weird. Well, that was it. That was our first episode. Let us know if you guys liked it. If you have any feedback, tweet at me, I guess. Follow us on Instagram at bachelorblab. Follow me on Instagram at Jackie. Can I even speak? At Jackie Maroney underscore. And don't follow Erin on Instagram because she is a teacher. You can follow my um, book, my book Instagram, which is at McNaughtReading if you want some good book recommendations (laughs) while you also, you know, listen to a Bachelor podcast. Those are all my interests summed up right there. Gorgeous. Well, so thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you next. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.